yeah. You guess what that it means? It's a uh, truth that a thousand words or less time, kiddos. Welcome to your Thursday. So glad to have you here with us. Uh, yeah, as you uh, as you folks should know by now, it is uh, it's Thursday. And you, it, to be perfectly honest, uh, you don't need me to tell you what day of the week it is. Like that's that's kind of just preposterous. Um, either you knew, already knew what day of the week it was, you just don't give a damn, or um, and let's face it, anyways. To be perfectly honest, you can. The great thing about podcasts is you can listen to it any any old time you want, um, and that in, can include uh, I can include any day of the week. Uh, it's one of the things that makes it better than radio. Uh, is that you know we can listen to, you know, the great thing about podcasts is that they're available anytime, and you can uh, listen to it at your leisure, whether it be uh, at the gym or wherever else. I mean, that's one of the places uh, I always like to listen to podcasts while I'm on my bike. Um, but uh, you can listen to you can listen to this podcast, download it, and listen to it anytime you want. And a lot of you probably do. It doesn't have to be on Thursday. I always release it on Thursday, uh, but you can listen to it whenever you want. The other great side about podcasts is that basically anybody can have one, right? It, like, it gives everybody a voice. Uh, that's also part, that's also part of the bad part about it because uh, some people uh, shouldn't have one uh, and do. Um, but that's part of uh, that's exactly part of what this uh, week's truth in a thousand words or an thousand words or less is all about uh, is about uh, embracing what you suck at. Um, but before I get there, I, I do want to mention, like, um, as we're sitting here talking about podcasts, what a great medium uh, we have before us. Um, it used to be back in the day, like you had like whatever a few radio stations that you could tune into, and um, and the talent was all selected by you know the people uh, who ran the corporate offices, et cetera, and um, and that dictated who the voices were that were out there that you could listen to, and, and this, of course. Um, we live in an age where the internet has opened up uh, an avenue for um, voicing opinions and for um, for personalities across the spectrum. Um, and some of them are good and some of them are horrible. And, and you get to decipher for yourself which ones you want to listen to and which ones you think are terrible. And and I, we really very much here at Truth in a Thousand Words or Less very much appreciate that you tune in each week to ours. Um, but we also recognize uh, that there are some other podcasts out there that are just terrific, like the ones I listen to. Um, by the way, my favorite, if you do not listen to it already, uh, Malcolm Gladwell, you probably know his books, uh, Blink and uh, Tipping Point. Um, but, uh, you know, he's the Canadian dude with the big funky uh, fro hair. And uh, not the not the most attractive dude on the planet but man oh man his uh podcasts are incredibly intelligent well thought through and uh it's called revisionist history um i don't need to plug him really because god knows he's got a heck of a lot more viewers than me uh listeners than me i guess in this case um perhaps i should perhaps he should be plugging my podcast what's what's malcolm gladwell doing for me like nothing uh but in any case um I highly recommend listening to it regardless. If you like this podcast, my guess is that you would like his as well. It uh, tends to uh, have a fairly intellectual audience and, uh, and go into a topic. And like, it's one that I can actually listen to with my kids. Uh, they appreciate it. And um, yeah, so in any case, uh, with that in mind, uh, we're going to get right to it today because I don't, I don't have a heck of a lot else to say other than um, embrace what you suck at. Uh, it's a good model for life. So here we go. 
We can all remember back to our elementary school days when some well-meaning teacher told our class that all of us are good at something. And they were right. We may not realize what it was at the time, and some of us may still be searching for exactly what it is. But each of us has some special gift, something that we are uniquely skilled at. Some of us may be good at math. Others might be remarkably proficient at archery. And still others might be talented painters. Either way, we all have something that is our own particular gift we are blessed to share with the world, and we should celebrate that gift with all the vibrant deliciousness it deserves. But so too should we celebrate the things we suck at. For these two are a crucial part of who we are, and embracing them is vital to recognizing the unique qualities that make us the beautiful, wondrous humans each and every one of us are. I've always suggested that every person on this planet has at least one thing that they are uncommonly skilled at. Usually in combination of an unquenchable thirst for hard-earned improvement and pure God-given genetics, these skills and attributes often come to be the means by which we define ourselves. For Stephen Hawking, it was theoretical physics. For Justin Timberlake, it's singing and dancing. And of course, for Donald Trump, it's Pretty much just lying and grabbing women by the pussy. As for me personally, I'm a decent guitarist and I can certainly pen a line or two. But really, I think I have three unique talents. Okay, you want to know what they are? Here we go. If you've ever seen me ski, you definitely know that's one of them. And my students, minus the ones who failed my class, will tell you that I am one of the best teachers they have ever had. As to the third, well, I'm going to leave that one up to your imagination. Let's just say that all my previous girlfriends can attest to its veracity. And while all of them would have preferred for me to just be a better listener, that's not it. Let's see. <laughs> that's the awkward silence that comes after that line. Now, some of you, like my current partner, might be wondering just where I find the stones to echo this kind of bravado. After all, how does a five foot eight nerdy white guy have the audacity to publicly acknowledge such a grandiose sense of self as evidenced in the last lines of the previous paragraph? Truth be told, it comes from the fact that I am comfortable with who I am, which is not to say that my impression is firmly rooted in reality. So what exactly is the source, then, of my more-than-healthy sense of self? What I can tell you is that it has nothing to do with the stuff I've already mentioned. Everyone feels good about the shit they do well. No, my self-assurance is not derived from bragging about the stuff I'm good at. It comes from embracing the many things I suck at. A while back... A reader challenged me, and this is actually true, <laughs> in their response to one of my columns. They're like, well, why, don't you, why don't you go start going and listening to all the things you suck at? <laughs> and I, I chuckled out loud because I was thinking to myself, holy shit, where or oh, where do I begin? I suck at pretty much all ball sports. Soccer in particular. Oh, it's, it's ugly, folks. I suck at talking to women, which does make you wonder how I ever got to the point of having a girlfriend in the first place. Thanks. Thanks a lot for that. I suck at getting things down off of high shelves. I suck at quietly sneaking up on just about anything. 
understand. Uh, but the first thing that came to my mind when she asked me that question was just how bad I am at fixing pretty much anything. For Father's Day last year, my ex conspired with my two children to buy me a keychain that reads, Don't worry, Dad can fix it. Yeah, those assholes were dying laughing before I ever got the wrapper off of it. But that's just it. So was I. I find that gag gift every bit as funny as they did. I know that I struggle to put together Ikea furniture. I am well aware that my girlfriend doesn't even bother to ask me if I can fix something before calling a contractor to come take a look at it. I am in denial about absolutely none of this. And my sense of self is all the healthier for my willingness to acknowledge and embrace those personal shortcomings. Sure, I could certainly pick out my more impactful personal foibles, such as my inability to engage in difficult, high-conflict conversations or manage my fantasy football team effectively. But in the end, this piece isn't about me. It's about all of you being willing to dig into your own personas and embracing the things you know deep down you suck at. Because it is only when you do so when you stop to own that shit and embrace it with all the wild abandon that you do a long-lost lover, that you can likewise be okay with owning and showcasing the remarkable talents that make you the amazing human being you really are. By accepting our own shortcomings and inherently recognizing the imperfections that make us so wonderfully human, we also get to step back and appreciate the aspects of our unique selves that allow us to tap into the divinity within each and every one of us. Or as Emerson once put it, I am part and parcel of God. Instead of nervously trying to hide your flaws like Queen Elizabeth applying makeup to whatever cosmetic defects lay beneath those layers of foundation and blush, own them and display them proudly as the signs of your own beautiful humanity. Because you are beautiful. You and everyone else. That's it for uh, this week's Truth in a Thousand Words or Less. Thank you, as always, for joining us. You really, you folks really are wonderful and beautiful, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much uh, for making this podcast uh the success that it has been uh continue to push it out there to everybody else um if you ever uh find yourself uh wanting for material to read don't hesitate to stop by our website www.waitingfortoday.com you can read truth in a thousand words or less each and every thursday or again whenever the hell you want uh and uh you can also check out segments of uh novel uh my novel waiting for today um and you can uh check out snippets from uh, my forthcoming book uh called Carpe Effing Diem, which will be a collection of truth in a thousand words or less. With that, I am going to leave you um, as John Mayer, uh, covering Leonard Skinner, uh, likes to say, you can call me the breeze. See you next Thursday, folks. Peace out. You take it, Johnny.